0: You are tuned into I Lord
1: love that radio. The well, place where Jesus man. is Lord that God, God is supreme And home. the Holy Spirit leads Man, I was enjoying that. I was not expecting that to end so quickly. (laughs) Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. So, I am here today with a very, very, very special young lady. Her name is Tamika Nicole. Ah. Yes. And Tamika is sitting in with me today. She's getting a little OJT because y'all know. She's coming soon with 100% bulletproof. Oh, my God. The millennials, y'all better look out because y'all got a voice coming. Praise God. But she's not just going to be speaking to millennials. She's going to be speaking into the spirits and the heart. I believe God told me this young lady is an arrow. And I was driving down the highway. I started thinking about an arrow. And I said, well, Lord, I'm looking for arrow. You know how you start going through your, your, the scriptures and everything. And I start thinking about the arrow that Jonathan shot out. That arrow was a symbol of direction. Because he shot that arrow out and he told David, If you hear me say this to the lad, you go this way. If you hear me say that, you go another way. So that arrow was a symbol of direction for where to go. And I believe 100% bulletproof will be direction for you to go forward or go whichever way God wants you to go. Because you're not going back. You're You're not going back. Amen. So uh, that right there, I didn't plan to say that. I had it all written out for another time. But amen, it is what it is. So this is an arrow. Mm. In the hand of God Can you see the arrow My God Lord Jesus We also have we're to have our quivers full with arrows And I know the arrows are children So I just tied that in Because she is not a child But she's young Praise God Amen Let me give myself some <laughs> Yes yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do, before we get get started, instead of me jumping into the word straight up, I'm going to play another song. He turned it around for me by Vashawn Mitchell. Both of those songs were by Vashawn, but I'm going to play this one right here. And as I play it, I want you to start saying to yourself, God has turned everything around. What I'm going to give you is some instructions On what to do Now that things have turned around for you You got to move forward And I'm going to show you how Check this song out and we'll be right back
2: Sometimes discouraged But not defeated Cast down but not destroyed. There are times I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around for me. I've had struggle and disappointment. Their times I felt so alone. Some of my friends they let me down, but I still believe it's turning around for me around for me around for me. Around for me It's turning around for me Around for me Can you just say it into the atmosphere?
0: Around for me <laughs> Around for me It's turning around It's turning around for me
2: Cause I can see the breaking I can see the breaking God is making no
0: way. A change is coming for me.
2: If I stay strong.
0: If I stand strong and dealing. There's
2: no, there's reason, no, to no doubt. reason to doubt. I know he's working. I know he's working
0: in our and it's turning around.
2: It's turning around for me. This is the good news. And it won't always be like this He will perfect that concerning me And sooner or later It'll turn in my face Around, turning around for me it won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concern. your hands into the atmosphere and claim your season to turn around hallelujah now let's say this together come on around for me around for me around for me around for me around for me, around for me. it's turning around for me
0: Tuned into for a more radio, the place where Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads.
1: Well, praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! I know for y'all, uh, new coming hosts, y'all hear that old tag, but I tell you what, I made it back to the studio today and didn't have time to change it, but it's coming! So, praise God! Hello, everybody! Happy New Year to everybody. This is my first broadcast in the new year. And praise God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be back. I don't know what to do. I've been out of the loop for a little while now, but I am here now. So let me first of all tell you that is uh tamika nicole that is talking to you in chat so everybody say hello to tamika it is not me today i won't be paying a lot of attention to the chat other than what um i see you guys saying i'll answer you from there which is awesome but uh tamika will be talking to you today so she's sitting in getting some of that old jt today Amen. So praise the Lord. This is just gonna be a pra- some practical teaching here to help uh, some folks move on into the new year. So hello, Pastor Alexander Welch. Hello, Lashawn. God bless you. Praise God. Hello, Austin. Sh- Austin. Shalom. Praise God. Dr. Johnson, praise the Lord. Uh, Pastor Wanda, God bless you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Amen. So I'm going to keep this simple today. Um, You guys know my style of... of, uh, of teaching I hear what the Lord say and I try to just communicate to you as simply as I can Uh, for those of you that needs a little bit more in depth kind of teaching we got some broadcasters on there that can bring it to you like that but for me it's always simple and it's always practical it's something that you can do and you can do it now so I want to talk to you about deal with it now so you guys know what I'm talking about How many of you got a prophecy about what's going to happen in the year 2020, what God is going to do in your life, and all these different things that's going to happen? You can't see it, but my hand is raised because I was one of them, right? But that has happened every year. It has happened every year. Every single year, um, I've received prophecies about what God was going to do. And those prophecies was accurate. But you need to know that when God tells you, you're going to, you know, He's going to do something in your life, there is a corresponding action. There is something that you have to do, right? But oftentimes we think that, well, we got that prophecy and that's the end of the story. That is the end of the story. No, if God tells you that He's going to uh, give you a new position or elevate you on the job or do something like that, do you think He's telling you you don't have to work? Do you think he's telling you you don't have to go in and put in for that position? Do you think he's telling you, oh, I'm just going to bring this and set it in your lap? And now, will he do that? He has done that. But that he God will do this. He'll tell you you're going to get something. He'll give it to you. But you got to work it. You may have to go in and you have to present yourself to that boss uh, 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 and let them know why you qualify for the job. Even though the job is already yours. Right? Right? But you still have some things that you have to do, so I'm gonna make this a very very simple today January the fifth two thousand and twenty I'm telling you deal with it now, whatever it is you have not dealt with dealt with, do not wait any longer. don't be just sitting around waiting for something to happen waiting for it to drop in your lap and 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 uh you know, that you don't have to do anything. Nope. Not, sir. Attention, Uh-oh, hold on. service
0: members, veterans, and military families. Whether you're planning to rank up or transition
1: out. Okay. All right. So. so let's jump right in. I said deal with it now. There are some things that, going forward, you need to take care of. There are things that have been in our life for a long time and we are so used to them so familiar with them that we don't even realize that this is not just a part of who you are this is something that has been attached to you and has attached itself to you yes spiritually it's attached itself to you and although you can rebuke it, you know you do what God said, submit to him, resist the devil and he will flee. There's still some other things you have to do. So let's walk through a list of them. I have a list of them. Let's start with the first thing you need to deal with now. The first thing you need to deal with is fear. But there's a particular fear that I'm going to be talking about today. The fear I'm talking about is the fear you have worry about what somebody else Mm. is going to say about you. Worrying about what somebody else is going to think about you. I want to tell you something if you say you don't do it I'm going to call you a liar I'm going to call you a liar. Now you may be that person that got to the place where you don't care what people think but but, but you can relate to it and it's something that's ongoing you still have to deal with Alright, so I want to go to Jeremiah real quick. You guys are familiar with Jeremiah. I'm going to read just a little bit of this and then we're going to move on. But in Jeremiah 1, I want you to go down to the fifth verse. And, 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 you know, we love Jeremiah. We love the fact that he was young and we understand that Jeremiah was a prophet, right? So I want you to go down to the fifth verse and I'm going to jump right in because I don't want to just look at the fear real quick. But this is the Lord speaking. Before I formed you in the belly, hmm. I kn- wait a minute. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. I set you apart already, and I ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. Listen, everything God just said, it was already done. This was not something that was going to happen once Jeremiah got to a certain place or a certain age or anything like that. No, it was already done. Okay, and He said this. And Jeremiah said. Then said I. O Lord. It said our Lord. But it's O Lord God. Behold I cannot speak. First excuse. I cannot speak. Second excuse. For I am a child. Right. And then the Lord said this. Say not I am a child. For thou shall go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee. Thou shalt speak. Listen here. I'm going to deal with that first thing about I can't speak. See, I can identify with this because for years I said, God, I'm not articulate. I'm not smart. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not this and I'm not that. But let me tell you something about people, dealing with people. I don't care where you go in the world unless you speak in another language. You can go to the north. You can go to the south. You can go to, to the west. You know, people listen to what you're saying. And as you're talking... It unfolds in their mind what you're saying. Now, sometimes there calls for clarification. You need to clarify what you're saying. But for the most part, when you're talking, people already, they understand what you're saying. They just, it just, um, what am I going to say? When they're listening to you, things just change up on their in their mind to fit what it is they're understanding. Let me say it like that. So, the excuse about speaking that was me all day long lord i can't i can't do this i can't do this because i'm this way and i'm that way and then i would say lord you know when i start talking you know everything is always so plain and it's always so simple but the lord showed me something see a lot of times we get bent out of shape on this meat thing oh we want meat we want meat we want meat but He. In, if you read the scriptures, he says that it's the sincere, sincere milk of the word that causes you to grow. Let me tell you what that, what, listen. It is the rhema word that causes you to grow. Anybody can sit down, I say people alike, can read scripture. But it takes the rhema word for you to be able to grow. And this is what I say And I'll say this about all the four or more radio hosts Everybody is different But once you start speaking under the anointing of God The playing field is level It is level There is no big eyes, no little eyes, no nothing Once you start speaking under the anointing of the Holy Spirit The playing field is level And that's what God told Jeremiah He said, don't say that you can't speak Don't say that. He said, because I shall send you, and whatsoever I command you, thou shalt speak. And why am I talking about this? Because God is calling people to get up and start doing things that they're uncomfortable doing. He's calling folks to get up and do things you're uncomfortable doing. But we always come the first day. Well, God, I can't do that because I don't know this much of the scripture. I can't do that because I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do this. But he said, but if I'm sending you, why then are you worried about what you going to say? Oh, but God, but I'm young. I'm young. And I'm going to tell you what youth means. Here Jeremiah was actually young He was a young man But let me tell you what youth also translates into Youth also translates into Inexperience That's what it translates into So sometimes we give God this excuse I can't do that Lord Because I don't have any experience I don't, I, I, I don't know how to do that I don't have any experience But again If God is sending you He's telling you, you don't worry about all that I got you, I got you Your part in this is to obey and do what I say That's it If I tell you to open your mouth and speak Don't worry about what you're going to say in the self-same I'm going to give you what to say Then you just open your mouth and speak You don't worry about it You don't worry about it. I know what I'm talking about. Because one of the things that, even with this broadcast, I was always beating myself up. Always beating myself up. And the Lord told me, you know what, you just go and speak. You trust me. You don't worry about it. Because I'm going to tell you this. He told Jeremiah, he said, but don't be afraid of their faces. I'm going to tell you what that looks like. So if you're sitting in front of me and you got a mean mug and face and you're looking at me hard, that may be intimidating. Right? Right? But, I'm going to tell you what it means also. you We don't want nobody to judge us. We don't want nobody to judge what we say. We don't want nobody to judge what we're doing. We don't mm-hmm. want anybody to judge. But, I'm going to tell you now. They're going to judge you anyway. They're going to judge you anyway. They're going to find something that you're saying. Something that you're doing that they don't like. And they're going to judge you anyway. Ask me if T.D. Jakes is judge. Yes. Put in his name on Google. And you're going to see false prophet. False prophet. False teacher. False. Ask me if Joyce Myers is judge. Yes, she is. False prophet. False prophet. Send Trim. Ask me. Oh, I don't like the way she pray. I don't like all of that. I don't like all of it. Okay, so you're going to be talked about. Get over it. Hmm. It's time to deal with it now. Get over it over it you say to yourself they talking about me now (laughs) so what's gonna change when you start doing things that means they gonna keep talking about you but if you don't have any opposition lord have mercy if you don't have any opposition at all you ain't doing nothing Mm. that really matters Mm. you ain't doing anything see first let me show you how the enemy does it I thank God for this spiritual warfare that's been going forth on the broadcast. But I'm going to tell you how the enemy does it. First, he only deals with you. He puts stuff in your mind and he talks to you to shut you down one-on-one. He puts fear in your mind. That's what we're talking about today. He puts fear in your mind to shut you down. Look, he don't need nobody else to say anything to you. Because he got you locked and cocked up against the wall right now with the fear that you got in your own mind. Oh, I don't want to do Facebook Live. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Because I don't want nobody looking at me. Well, let me tell you what you do. You go on Facebook and you look at stuff and you see stuff that people are doing and you make judgment calls on them. Somebody better say amen because we do it. There's a lady I see on, on Facebook all the time and I get grieved when I see that lady. But you know what? She's giving God all she can. She's giving him all she can. There probably so much error mixed in what she's saying. But I tell you what, I do not believe uh, beyond the shadow of a doubt that that lady, the enemy can get in any of us at any time. But I believe she's giving God 100. But I have the audacity to want to look at somebody else and judge them right The same measure you meet, that same measure will be used against you. So if you don't want nobody to judge you, stop judging. But I'm going to tell you, they still going to do it. They still going to do it. So let's deal with the fear. Don't look at their faces. Whatever God's called you to do, if he's elevated you before people, then know this. Go out there knowing that people are going to judge what you say. They're going to judge what you do. They're going to do it. Okay. But that cannot be a reason for you not to do it. Cannot. Oh well I don't have any experience. I can't do it. That cannot be a reason. Because God has given us the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell y'all again. I'm going to tell you again. When God made me a contractor. Everybody, Our first meeting I went to, everybody in the room was a Ph.D. and above. By that I mean they had Ph.D. in this, a double Ph.D., double Master's. They had all these degrees, and they were flexing on one another. They was using terms I couldn't even understand. I had to get a get Google to help me out. But let me tell you something. When it was all said and done, God showed me something. He said the same people that sitting in here, and they got all of this education. They working for somebody. They flexing on one another But here you go You got your own company You doing the exact same thing that they doing And you don't have had the education Somebody better say something It's time out for being afraid Okay It's time out for being timid It's time to go head on And be who God has called you to be If you say Oh I'm not pretty enough I'm not light enough I'm not this. Let me tell you something. I'm going to give you a quick story. I had this conversation with my daughter. Everybody know my daughter is light. She's mixed. That's no secret. But we, we were talking. And I said, I imagine you go through this thing that a lot of light-skinned girls go through. I said, you go through that thing where people say you got what you got because you're pretty. Doors was open before for you because you're pretty. So, you know, they discount you because of your looks. But I'm going to tell you what that girl said. She said, you know what? If they saying it, I don't care. I don't pay attention to them because I don't have time for it. This girl went through college. She went through law school. She passed the bar on the first exam. Soon as that she passed the bar, she opened up the Halls Law Firm. God has given her tremendous favor. That's why y'all see her closing. She's an attorney. That's why y'all see her closing for Cardi B. But Cardi B... It's just, she's just one of many. But, you know, that was high profile. But, again, there's more coming. But not because this child don't work her butt off. She works her butt off nonstop. Y'all want to know why I be going to Atlanta so much, huh? I'm a pastor. I'm a mama pastor, mom pastor, whatever you want to call it. Listen here. Listen here. It's time out for being afraid. I got to talk to some. Are you talking to these people? Cause they talking. They talking. I don't even know what's going on in here. I see some bales. <laughs> I go. see some Tamika. You gotta start talking. Let them know. You know what's going on. But yeah, she's 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 getting some OJT right now. Is that Austin in here talking? Lord, thank you, thank you for sending Austin. Amen. Because Austin, will talk later. Anything I need to be checked on for is uh, biblically correct. Hey. I don't have a problem saying inbox me. Call me. You got my number. We'll get it together. We'll make it right. I don't mind. Look, I know who I am in the Lord. I know that there's an anointing upon me. To do what I'm doing. But I have struggled so much. Because of how I speak. I've struggled so much. Because what I feel like. I got limited education. I've struggled so much. I don't even want to do Facebook live. Because I know. Uh, I, and this going to sound bad. But I'm just telling you the truth. Oftentimes we think only pretty people got it going on. On Facebook live. But you know what. If you're on Facebook live. And you got something to say. Folks, after a while, they'll get past what you look like. Especially if you're saying something that's going to help them and going to help change their life. So, again, I'm telling you like God told Jeremiah, don't pay no attention to their faces. Don't pay no attention. And when people come on your stuff and they make rude comments, go ahead on and bless them. Bless them. Say something nice, back. Now, if they cussing and they saying all kinds of nasty stuff, delete them, block them. Whatever you gotta do, but if they say a little stuff and they challenge it, what you say, I'm gonna tell you this: how you do it. You you type in there and say, "Well, you know, I hear what you're saying. Hmm, I think about that. Thank you for your comment. See, it's time to grow up and deal with the devil in a mature way. All right, don't let nobody get you angry and start pulling you down. Somebody told me today. They say you are a phenomenal woman. I looked up the word phenomenal, and it says very um. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I should have wrote it down. Anyway, I looked up phenomenal woman. I mean phenomenal. And when I when I uh looked at the definition of phenomenal, I came back and I said this right here. Let me see what it said. Very remarkable, extraordinary. Thank you. I love you being in here with me today. Listen to what I'm saying. Very remarkable. Extraordinary. I turned that around in my mind. Normally, I would have said, oh, You know, I'm not a phenomenal woman. The devil is a liar. Mm-hmm. See, God should have never gave me 2020, but he meant to do this. He meant to do it because I, t- I text back and I said, This. I said, Thank you, Lord. For making me a phenomenal woman, I said I bear your image on the inside of me. I said so I'm a representation of what you are, and I thank you for making me phenomenal. This year, call me whatever you want to. I'm not taking down. Oh. Let me just get myself together right now. Uh, y'all, I'm telling you, I'm not playing. I'm going to tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. You want to know how, why I'm this way? I went into 2019, 2018, 17, so Always the same way. People would give me these awesome prophecies, prophecies that I would hear every year. And I would go into it, and I would be expecting something amazing to happen. And then the door going to open, and I'm going to walk through it, and I'm just going to be on clouds and so on and so on. But you know what? That never happened. It never happened. But this year, God did something different. January the 1st, I said, I'm not going to put a drop of food in my mouth. I'm not going to put a drop of food. I did not eat. One thing, January the 1st, January the 2nd, or January the 3rd. On January the 3rd, a prophet, I don't even know, was on the phone with me. And that man started speaking. And he told me to say, he said, this is what you need to do. He said, you need to open your mouth. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He said, you need to open your mouth. See, for somebody else, you need to go live. For somebody else, you need to start the business. For somebody else, you need to write the book. You need to write the book. It don't matter what else is out there. It doesn't matter what other people may think about you. It don't matter. Write the book. Write it. And boldly put your name on it. And declare who you are in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Austin, for teaching us on his name. I'm still using Jesus as well, but I know his name. He know mine. Nah. Wow. Listen to me, y'all. 2020. God told me this. I'm gonna give you a quick prophecy. That I told you about uh Nicole's Pastor Jacket. God gave me a prophecy for Pastor Jacket. A prophetic word for Pastor Jacket. He said Pastor He said, Jacket, 2020 for you means double for your trouble. Mm. Double for your trouble. See, I've been married to him going on 11 years. I know a lot of the struggles this man has gone through. He has helped so many people. Lost so much money. Lost so much behind helping people. But God told me... and I shared with him t- this year The 2020 For him means double For your trouble For him that means that Everything that he's sown As a, uh, uh, as unto the Lord Giving people and helping people And all of that God's giving him double for his trouble For somebody else like me It means that I'm coming out from behind the shadows I'm saying this I'm prophesying this Over my life I, no, I've already done it I'm coming out from behind The shadows I'm not concerned What you think about me anymore I'm not concerned You know some people look at me And they haven't seen me in a while They know I was an aerobics instructor Or weight trainer And they go oh my god you gained weight You know what I did But it's not going to stop me from doing anything That God has called me to do Because I am a phenomenal woman I am Jesus. Anyway, let me go on. 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 on. So uh, let me just stop for a minute and say something to some folks in here that's talking. I see you, Letitia. Prophet is I see you. God bless you. God bless you. It's good to see you in here. Austin, this message is all up in my business. Austin, right now, high five in the spirit. Come on, right now. Yes. Mm, Did it. Oh, my God. Pastor Wonder, you know I love you. You always Team Lori. I appreciate you. It's good to see you, Inez. God bless you. LaShawn, I thank you. You just a little mini Bible right there. Just waiting. Praise God. I love it. Thank you. I love having you in here. You have now joined officially the tag team. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Wells says, I told the leaders, I'm finishing the book. Pastor Wells, let me tell you what the Lord said to me about you. I had no intentions of telling you guys these things because I was writing them down. But I'm going to tell you, the Lord said you're, you are you are a leader, but you're not just a leader. You are a leader of leaders. See, your assignment is the, in the kingdom is that you actually are going to start leading leaders. Yes, right now you got a church, you're pastoring, you're doing all of that. But it's not going to stop this new assignment that's coming into your life because you're going to start leading leaders, not every leader not everybody that has a church not everybody that has these ministries out here are living this thing and doing this thing the way that they need to be doing it they need somebody that that understand leaders understand the stuff leaders go through Understand the temptations leaders go through, but still overcoming stuff and leading by example, not having duplicity, not having these lives you look at and they, they just a double life. No, sir, no, ma'am. Pastor Welch, you are a leader of leaders. Now he said more to me than that, but that's all I got. I can tell you right now is that you are a leader of leaders. Pastor Wanda said, I am a phenomenal woman. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. So you guys understand. No, I didn't use all of Jeremiah's and I didn't give you a whole bunch of backdrop, but I'm telling you, if God said it to Jeremiah, He's saying it to you too. Don't worry about nothing concerning what uh, people going to say about you going for because I'm telling you they are going to say it. They are saying it. So you might as well do it anyway. Joyce Meyer said when you are afraid to do something, do it anyway. If you're afraid of what people going to say Do it anyway Give them something to talk about My goodness Give them something to talk about But I'm going to tell you what's going to take the sting out of that Have you ever talked about somebody Have you ever said anything about anybody Okay then yes So you talked about people you know you're going to be talked about But what you need to do is say God I ask you to forgive me I ask you to forgive me for putting my mouth on anybody Saved or unsaved Lord just help me to live life in a way Where I do not be putting people down because I don't need to see that coming back in my life. All right. So now after today, if you talk about something concerning another person, do it in a way where it's edifying and building up. If they're doing something that makes you shake your head and say, Lord, have mercy. what? Take it to the Lord and say, God, I don't know why they're doing that, but Lord, help them. Pray for them, pray for them, pray for them. That's fear. We're going to move on to the next thing. I don't think that we're going to be going, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going over 7 o'clock today. Y'all know what I said. I'm actually off holiday hours, but uh, we're going to see what's going on. Okay, let's go to the next one. You ready? Right. You know you can talk in here. If you it's feel so like you good. need to, oh, I can't mean to say uh, it's, it's so, me and I got comfortable up in this camp. What? Like I can't read her expressions, but uh praise God. We're going on to the next one. I'm putting it all out there today. All out there. The next one is laziness. Ooh. I put them together. Laziness is slowful, but I'm breaking them apart today. I'ma tell y'all something. When I was young, I was an introvert. And my mother didn't understand me being an introvert. And they equated me being an introvert to me being lazy. She called me lazy. And I couldn't get that word off of me. That thing was like honey. And when it came out of her mouth, it stuck to me. I didn't even know what it meant, but I couldn't get it off of me. So every year since I was a child, I've been fighting laziness. Not me being lazy, but fighting that word. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Fighting that word. Because I'm thinking my mom said I'm lazy, so I must be lazy. It took God to reveal to me. She was looking at an introvert. I wasn't the hyper trash-talking child. I didn't become that until I was uh, an adult and infused with alcohol. Then I became your trash-talker. Right? Right? But when I was a child, she said that, and I couldn't shake it. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But I work, look here, I got a business that sometimes I have worked two, three days nonstop, just getting two or three hours of sleep. You can't be lazy and be an entrepreneur. Hmm. But I did not realize that. But then all of a sudden, something happened. Let me tell you what I got here for laziness laziness means that you are unwilling to work you're unwilling to make an effort you require little to no effort see that's why I'm gonna go to the dating world and come back out that's why women are having trouble with some men because they are unwilling to make the effort to get that woman they are unwilling to do what they need to do to get that woman but see women have became lazy because they're unwilling to to make somebody uh, Work to get them I'm not telling you nothing Naturally I'm telling you When it comes down to a relationship Something simple as withholding sex If he wants you He gonna work to get you That means that I don't care how hard it gets you he gonna push it down Make it go down Sit on it Take a shower Whatever he gotta do Cause he wants you He wants you Right you not willing to work because you will give it up on day two. Oh, I didn't give it up. I didn't didn't have sex with you on the first day. But day two came around. Oh, he qualified. The devil is a lie. Shut your legs. Go get yourself checked out. Make sure you ain't got nothing. And after this, you don't give it to nobody unless they not qualified. The only thing that qualifies them is that they are your husband. See, you gotta make people work for you. Pastor Jackie, when he came into my life, I ain't said number one time. I said I'm not having sex with nobody that I'm not married to. Pastor Jackie was looking for a woman that wasn't laying it out on the table like it was a buffet. He hadn't seen nobody like me. He went ahead and did everything he had to do. Six months later, we were married. Lord have mercy. We've been married going on 11 years, and not one single day has passed that anybody felt like they regretted being married. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. That's Martha Menizzi right there, y'all. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Lord, have mercy. Concerning marriage. All right? So I'm just saying, stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. Stop being unwilling to do the work. Put the work in. If you are an entrepreneur on here, stop being lazy about getting started. Stop. That's what it is. It's your unwillingness to work. It's your unwillingness to make the effort to do what you got to do. Your excuse is not money. Your excuse is not resources. Your excuse is laziness. Stop being lazy. Okay? Stop being lazy. Now, this only applies to those that have been unwilling, unwilling to do the work. So today, you deal with it now. Deal with it now. Lord, I have been lazy. I have just not been motivated to do anything. But the reason I had not been motivated is because I didn't want to do it. Mm. That's why. I didn't want to do it, but I keep telling everybody, yeah, I'm starting this business. I'm just waiting on this and waiting on that and wait. No, 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 no. Deal with it now. After today, either you're going to do it or you're not. That's it in a nutshell. Proverbs 10 and 4 says, he becometh poor that dwelleth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. I'ma go back to my daughter. People assume that she's wealthy because she's pretty. How stupid is that? How stupid is that? The only way you're gonna become wealthy because you're pretty is because you're selling something. You working. You giving up something. Right? I'm gonna say it like this: to each his own. If that's how you're trying to make it right now, I'ma say, you know, that's between you and God. But I'm telling you. The owner, the CEO of the Halls Law Firm, the way she look ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I don't personally look at her and see, oh, she's drop dead gorgeous and this and that. When I look at her, I still see my little baby. I still see my little baby. So that's not to put an image in y'all head. that Oh, I think my daughter is this and I think I don't think none of that. Because when she was in law school, it was me that was at her house for three months. My husband gave me permission to be gone for three months. It was me that was up there taking care of that baby while she was in law school. So I saw her put in the work. So I'm telling you now, deal with it. Deal with laziness now, right now. First of all, acknowledge it. You say the reason why I haven't got stuff done is because I've been lazy. Now, if you say the reason I haven't did it is because I have so much going on, you got to ask yourself, why you got so much going on? Are you a people pleaser? Are you doing stuff to please other people? And so now your your plate is so full that you can't do the things God told you to do? Oh, wait. But see, that's what my pastor want me to do. That's what my elder told me to do. Okay, y'all stop the presses. Stop the presses. It's time to learn how to pray. And say, God, y'all, whatever you call me to do, I want to do it. Whatever somebody else has called me to do or given me to do, but it's them and not you, shut it down. Shut it down. If shutting it down means all of a sudden they don't like me no more, (laughs) they don't want to use me anymore, so be it. So be it. Get everything off your plate that God has not called you to do. And start doing what he has called you to do. We only getting one life. We turned up over here. I'm sorry. We only getting one life. We're only getting one. And I thought, well, I'm 56. And I don't waste it and squandered all of this time being afraid. I don't have a lot of time to get stuff together. Well, let me tell you, God is a redeemer of the time. Have you ever seen a movie when they were showing the clouds and the sun and all of a sudden they speed it up and everything was going fast. The clouds was moving real, real fast. And next thing you know, it was light, then it was dark. See, that's what I mean. He's a redeemer of the time. Everything you done lost. If you ready now, if you deal with it now, he's going to redeem the time. Your business going to go from an infant to a teenager. Before you know it. Because a teenager is where you would be right now. If you had not squandered that time. Okay. But see you still at the little baby stage right now. You got to say God redeemed the time. If you have not wrote that book. Write it. He's going to redeem the time. I'm telling you. He's going to redeem the time. Lord have mercy. Slowfulness. Now see I identified the fact that I'm not Lazy. Not lazy. Anybody I ever worked for will tell you. You never had to deal with Lori not working. Unwilling to do the work. I done hired you. But I got to prod you to do the work. No sir, no ma'am. Anybody that I ever worked with, worked for, will tell you no. Give me 10 of Lori. My children were hired just because I said um, they work just like I do. They work just like I do. My daughter was higher on my word. They said if she works like you do, she's higher. And my daughter was higher above a bunch of people. And guess what? The proof is in the pudding. She worked just like a mama. So it's been identified. I'm not lazy. But I'm not off the hook. I'm not off the hook. Let's go. Slowfulness. Slothfulness. Anybody know me know I love to watch animals. I, love, I watch animals. I watch the terrible part of them. I watch them raising babies. I watch them doing all kinds of stuff. I watch the attacks. Yes, I do. I I love. I just love watching animals. Oh, my goodness. But one animal I do not get any joy or pleasure out of wow. is that sloth. It's like, come on, do something. Do, I can't sit here all day and watch you. Get up, do something. Swing from a tree one time. Something, do something. But you're not going to get it out of a sloth. So let's talk about it. Inactive. Sluggish. Mm. Indolent. Meaning wanting to avoid work, activity, or exertion. Idle. Spend time just doing nothing. Tending to sloth. Reluctant or hesitant to work. Don't mean you won't do it. Your butt just slow Mm. about getting it done. You wait till the last minute to do stuff. Wait till the last minute to turn it in. Wait till the last minute. You got one month, one whole month to get this done. And then you do it two days before it's due. That's slothfulness. That's what it means. Okay? You're sluggish. You're slow about doing stuff. Mm, 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 mm. Somebody tell you, I need this. Oh, I, I, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. Two days you sitting at home and you ain't did nothing. Knowing goodness well this person is waiting on whatever it is that they need from you. And you going to give it to them 15 minutes before they need it. Mm. But see I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I've dealt with that from people and I'm guilty of doing it. That's what I'm going after today. I'm dealing with slothfulness. Proverbs 19 and 15 says, Slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. You want to know why you're not increasing. Because you're not putting in the work. I take that back. You're not lazy. You're not lazy. In this case, some of you guys, you know what, those of you that are lazy, but I'm talking to the ones that have been slothful. The reason why you're not seeing what you need to see It's because you're slow about doing stuff. Mm. You do stuff at the last minute. Why do you need to wait almost 30 days to do something? They gave you 30 days to do it. Why not do it on day one? And the next 29 days if anything come up where they need to tell you, hey, this ain't right or whatever then they got 29 days Mm -hmm. to get it done. I dealt with slowfulness. But I'm gonna tie the slothfulness in to the fear as well. So when you're afraid mm. to do it because mm-hmm. you're worried about what mm-hmm. everybody say, then you find excuses not to do it. Mm-hmm. You become inactive. Okay. I'm gonna use something like social media. I am not a fan of social media at all because it's time consuming. It's a lot of work. But even in that, you have to set you gotta set boundaries for what you're gonna do. But I, I, listen, you got a business. You have to market the business. People are not just gonna walk off the street if you don't if you're not located in a place where they are. You gotta market the business. You gotta market yourself. You gotta market if God is giving you something, you have to market. Or if y'all remember Renee Texera, she came on this broadcast and she let you know. Look here, if you can't do it, I can. If somebody out there to do what you need done, just stop being lazy, stop being slow for. And I'm gonna tell you, as Christians, this is what we do see, we'll depend on the Holy Ghost to help us out in the crash time. God is so merciful, He's so merciful that He'll still show up and help us. Oh, Lord, this was wrong, and I got. 20 minutes before it's over and all of a sudden he'll touch somebody to put out a a email and say uh you guys got up until tomorrow uh to get this in because we having some computer problems you better get off your butt and start praising god because that was him giving your sluggy butt that's what i'm calling it a sluggy butt Get off your <laughs> sluggy <laughs> butt And get the work done If you want to be this professional That you say you want to be Then you got to come up to professional levels mm. It's time out For Now guys I don't use cuss words As a, as a means of communication When God delivered me I, I just chose to uh, go with his plan I'm going to use the word BS Stop BSing mm. yourself Stop BSing yourself Stop tricking fooling yourself you ain't you can fool anybody else but lord you can't fool yourself so stop doing that get off your butt get off your butt we done dealt with laziness and slowfulness Mm, 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 mm. it look like we may be off holiday hours we're gonna go to uh uh proverbs 6 and 6 no proverbs 6 6 through 11. I want you to listen to this. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, no overseer, or ruler. I'm going to read the whole thing and I'm going to come back. Provided her meat in the summer, and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard? When will you arise out of that sleep? Yet a little yet a little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth and thy wont as an armed man. Let me tell you something real quick, and it's going to deal a little bit with church. I want you to hear this. The first part of the scripture says, "Go to the ant, thou slugger." Consider her ways and be wise. Now, yes, we can actually sit down and watch ants. Ants are off the charts. I mean, the, the they can pick up more than what they weigh. I think it's about six times more than what they weigh. Um, You know, they work nonstop. They, they don't be playing. They work together. I mean, I've seen ants build bridges over water. Ah, oh, Lord have mercy. I mean, they're smart and everything. So, who is the ant in your life? Mm. Who is the ant? Who is it that you see working, building, making things happen? Who is that? Go to the ant and learn her ways. Learn his ways. Your ant could be your pastor. Go to the ant and learn his way. What is he doing to be like this? What is she doing? How can she be? See, I go to my daughter. This is my daughter. Y'all, I use her so much because I go to her. I told her this. She said, listen to me, Mom, and do what I say. You need professional pictures. She done took it one step further. I'm going uh, January the 26th. She said, you're going to put on makeup, the whole nine yards, and you're going to take professional pictures. She said, before you put on something, I want to approve it. This is my child talking to me. And I said, okay, now I'm going to turn. Hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to do everything you said. I'm going to buy an outfit that is in, in it correlates with my brand. I'm going to do everything you said because you're successful. And I see it. You're dominating on Instagram. You tell people, hey, I want 10,000 followers Folks, come out of the woodwork liking your stuff. So you almost had 10,000 followers. She's like 9998 or something like that. Maybe I said too many nines. Anyway. (laughs) This is what I said to her. I'm going to do everything you said. And I turned... And I pointed my finger. I said, now I want you to do everything I'm saying. I said, don't you allow my grandchildren to go without taking care of them spiritually. I said, whether you get in a church, you put them in a church, I don't care. Not you put them in church. You take them to church, you and your husband, you take them to church. I said, or you teach them at home, but you do one of the two. You do what I say. And she said, okay. So I'm doing what she say, And I'm willing sure. I called everybody before I left. I said, everybody come in here. We're going to pray. I said, these kids, y'all going to watch our children pray. You're going to watch your children pray. And then your children are going to see that you know how to pray. Mm-hmm. That, your da- that their dad know how to pray. Mm-hmm. I said, now it's time to go to another level. Deal with it. It's time to take care of my children spiritually. My grandchildren. And we both agreed we're going to do what each other said. Go to the aunt. Who is the aunt in your life? If you are a book writer, but your book hasn't manifested, go to a book writer and say, how do I get past this blockage? What's going on? They're going to tell you that, hey, everybody go through that. But at some point, you got to anchor down, push past it, and start writing. When you start writing, it's going to start unfolding. If you don't want to edit your own book, pay an editor. Yes, I said it. Pay them to do it. Editing, it's no joke. It's a lot of work. Praise God. I'm speaking from my coaching experience. I was a Toastmasters coach. I could coach people into... And this is so weird. God has a sense of humor, right? I literally could coach people to write in winning speeches. Wow! Isn't that something? Hear me struggling with my own intellect and all this. I could coach people into writing uh, winning speeches. There's a a witness on here, Norma Hood. Yeah, I'm a a coach for Toastmasters. But I'm going to move on from that. Let's go on to No Vision. Mm. Let's go on to No Vision. I don't know if we're going to take a break or not, but I'm going to tell you right now. I, this right here, this right here, uh, Austin says, March on up to Zion and snatch back every inch of what we let the enemy steal. This word is fire. Austin, coming from you, I really appreciate that. You've been teaching us a lot, but it's good that you can come in and hear something and it blesses you. I appreciate that. I really do. But we're going to go on to No Vision. So first of all, I want to share with you what came to me as I was going over no vision. I don't I'm not bringing you really a scripture that I'm going to read to you. I'm going to bring you something you're familiar with, okay? So for years with my prayer, uh I was praying, God, what should I do? When I say years, I'm telling you years. Lord, what should I do? What should I be doing? What, what am I called to do? Lord, and I'm praying this prayer over and over because I'm looking at other people go forth and they're doing stuff. And it's like, God, what about me? What should I be doing? What, 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 what? This is what I learned. Because God never told me no one single thing. But the whole time I was praying that, I was doing stuff. This is what I learned. The vision is birthed out of what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. It's birthed out of what you're already doing. Because what you're already doing is training you for what you're called to do. The job that you're on. The stuff you do in church. The stuff you do at home. All this stuff. The vision is birthed out of that. So if you're at home, let me just, I'm going to make up something. If you're at home and you're making baskets, you just make baskets, and you make baskets for fun. But you got people around you saying, oh, my God, that is so cute. How much do you want for that? Okay? And you're saying, oh, nothing, you can have it. And then all of a sudden, one day, you're sitting there making a basket, and this vision comes to you of making baskets and selling baskets. Did you hear what I just said? See, that vision was birthed out of what you were already doing. But if you ain't doing nothing, you ain't got no vision. Mm. (laughs) If you ain't doing that, you ain't got no vision. See, I didn't understand that. When I was out there working at Fort Benning, and I told you I was not a lazy person because I was bringing in money. I won uh, $10,000 off an essay I wrote. Wow. $10,000. I brought that in to Fort Benning. $10,000 they turned right around and gave it to me to take the kids somewhere. (laughs) Woo! But listen, while I was out there at Fort Benning, the visions were birthed. Fort Benning was just the training for my business. It was just the training for my business. So don't misunderstand your job. If you have a job, go out there and give it 100%. Because it's training. That means that if you're not giving it 100%, percent you in the gym sitting down eating a donut. Mm. Uh, on the job, you should be giving them everything. You're, you're paid to do a certain job. You need to be doing that. But because we're Christians, we do that and above. We go beyond what's expected out of us. We give more. Mm, 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 mm. Let me go on. Habakkuk 2 and 2 I'm not going to even read it because y'all already know it You see it on cups, you see it on t-shirts You see it everywhere But I'm going to tell you this right here I'm fixing to kill this donkey right now Okay? Habakkuk 2 and 2 does not mean That you write down anything you want Meditate on it day and night Until it come to pass (laughs) I want you to remember this The devil, Satan is the god of this world and if you are wanting a lot of uh, material things. And you are writing it down. Putting it on your vision board. Looking at it every day. Coming in. Kissing it. Visualizing it. And you're doing all of this stuff. You remember this. You got a devil out there that want to accommodate. He wants to accommodate. So he will provide you with this stuff. Because why? Because it took your eyes off of God. And it put your eyes on a bunch of this human stuff. Mm. But if you just look at it and look at it and look at it, it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. But I'm going to tell you the vision that God was talking about was the vision that He was given to Habakkuk. Mm, 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 mm. Write the vision and make it plain. How about this? Write down what God tells you. Mm. And write it down in a way where you read it three years from now, you'll still understand what it is. That, that happened that day. So God told me on this day that I was going to do this and I was going to do that. Write it down. Joyce told, the Lord spoke to me and told me I was going to have a ministry like Joyce Myers. Of wow. course, in that time, Joyce Myers was one of the biggest things. She was on, she was hot. She was on and popping at that time. That's what he told me. He said, you're going to have a ministry like Joyce Myers. Y'all, And that thing is stamped in my forehead. But at the time, I didn't know what that means. You can't get no closer to just speaking like everyday language than Joyce Myers. Now I haven't listened to her in years, but one thing I knew about her back then is she made it plain. Mm-hmm. It was pl- It was so plain a child could get it right. She was telling you stuff like, "Go put the go the the, the, the grocery cart back. Put the grocery <laughs> cart back. Don't try- don't push this thing out to your car. Unload your car." And then go put it on in front of somebody else's car. Or just leaving it out there in the parking lot. She said go put it back. See that's the kind of preaching you don't want to hear there. You want to hear this preaching that's so deep. That you got to go up and look up stuff. And figure stuff out. Y'all God is a practical guy. He comes into our everyday life. I just put a post up about lying. And I'm going to go ahead and go there. I'm going to say this. So my grandson... And I'm, I'm going to lie in real quick, just to let you know how practical God is. So I was doing something, and my grandson was in the room. And then, I, I'm not going to tell you all what I did, because I don't want you to get caught up in that. But it was really simple, but still. So I was doing something, and at the time, uh, my grandson was in there. And he asked me, he said, did you just do this? He was just, he was trying to figure out if I just did. I said, No. And then I just kind of laugh. And, and uh, you know, and later he went on out the room, too. Boy, it wasn't nothing but a, a, just a flash. It was like, okay, so what you just said was an outright lie. It was a lie. I called my grandson back. I asked him to forgive me. I told him what I just said was not true. It was a lie. See, this is everyday life right here. And I'm going to tell you now, if you can lie and there's no conviction, If you can lie and you don't go back and get it right, if you can lie, Mm, mm, mm. and then you don't have a problem with it. Because the person that you lied to, you just kind of discount them anyway. Okay, how about this? Let's flip the script on that. You didn't lie to them. You lied to God. You lied to God. See, this is real preaching right here. Right? Stop lying. Mm. Stop lying. Tell the truth. How can you have the truth in you? But you lie. That means you still operating in your flesh. You're still dealing with fear. Fear that if you tell the truth, that somebody's going to get mad at you. Fear. Oof. Y'all ain't ready for a testimony I got to tell you. But I ain't going to tell you right now. I got to save it. But I just thought about it. And I thought, oh, my God. You talk about being fearful of telling somebody the truth about something. Shh. But I train myself. Tell the truth. Go back, guys. If you don't lie to somebody, go back and get it right. Go back and tell the truth. Let me go back to this vision thing. So all of that vision, boys, and all that, I'm not telling you not to do that. That's between you and God. But I'm telling you now, that scripture is not talking about you going right down what you want. Oh, I want a Mercedes 2020. Oh, I want a brand new house in Green Island Hills or in Atlanta or in California. All of that stuff like that. That's not what that's saying. It's not telling you to go and write a vision and then, you know, you staring at it and looking at it every. Oh, put it in a place where you can see it every day. Telling you that. Not telling you that. Right? You write the vision. Habakkuk was writing down what God said. If you're not writing on your vision board what God is saying to you, I'm telling you, you're opening up yourself for a manipulation because the devil is the God of this world. Well, what makes you think the good, the devil will give me a Mercedes and do this and do that? Listen here, he told Jesus, he said that if you worship me, I'll give you all this stuff you're looking at. Ah, So do you think you're worshiping God if you're looking at a vision board every day? Calling forth stuff out of the... Spirit into the natural, but you're calling it from who are you calling it from? somebody better say something who are you calling it from? I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm just saying, oh Lord, so the vision will be birthed out as you walk with God. No disciple knew what Jesus wanted them to do until they walked with him, and they saw what he was doing. Do you think they wanted they, they knew anything about casting out devils or doing any of this stuff before Jesus? No. They didn't want to cast out no devil till they saw him do it. And when they saw him do it, vision was birthed on the inside of them. I want to do that That's why when they went out And they was casting out all these devils mm-hmm. They came back to the Lord And they were like Oh we did this and we did that And he told them this Look here Don't worry about casting out no devils But is your name written in the Lamb's book of life So stop getting caught up And want to do all of this stuff First and foremost Make sure that you're walking with the God exa- Walking with the Lord Examine yourself And see if you are in the faith And I, can't, I promise you I promise you Being one to be used by God and doing amazing things and operating in the supernatural. It's going to be birthed out of you. It's going to show up and you're going to start doing it. So don't worry about not having a vision for what you're called to do. The vision will be birthed as you walk with the Lord. Amen. The next one is no confidence. This is going to be easy right here. See, we look at confidence as something that we got to develop in ourselves. I know I can. I know I can. I know I can. I know I can. Let me tell you something. The confidence that you need needs to be in God. If you have confidence in Him... When you go to do something, he is going to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could have asked or thought. Because why? Your confidence is in Him, not in you. That takes us back to the fear. You're afraid of what people are going to say because of your desire to want to protect yourself from harm or hurt or words and this and that. Well, if you drop that and you put your confidence in God, then He's going to take care of that. Because see, anything they say, anything they do, they won't be hurting you. They'll be hurting Him. But you can't hurt God. Let me tell you this right here. Confidence means faith, trust, reliance, security, safety, defense, and belief. So your security is in him. Your faith is in him. Your trust is in him. Your reliance, reliance, your trust and your confidence, relying on him, it's in him. So stop worrying about, well, I'm not really a confident person. The devil is a lie that's in your flesh. That's in your flesh. That's not who you are. You are confident because your confidence is in him. And when you're in him, he will build confidence in you. You just need confidence to obey. Confidence to walk out what he's telling you to do. That's it. That's it. I think we're going to go to 7.30 today, guys, because I had told you, you know, uh, I was going to have some change in the hours and uh, a few other changes. I'm going to first put that in writing, let the other uh, hosts know what's going on. But I I don't think we're going to be going to 8 o'clock, but we're going to 8, I don't mean 7.30 tonight. So I'm going to finish up. So your confidence, your lack of confidence, and these insecurities, all of this stuff is in your flesh. The answer is, get your mind off of you. Get your mind on the Lord and put confidence in Him. Put your faith, your trust, your reliance, put everything on Him. And I kid you not, you will be able to do everything that He's called you to do. No longer, not no... Listen... The name of this broadcast is Deal With It Now. If you're not dealing with this right now as I'm talking to you, that means that when this broadcast is over, or even now, not even when this is over, you already got yourself up and shook yourself and said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm doing it now. I'm dealing with the fear now. So people going to talk about me? Yes, they are. Y'all heard me? Yes, they are. They talked about our Messiah, we, they talk about the one we hold as our number one. And they still talk about it. Sometimes they make you want to fight them over the stuff they be saying. I remember my brother told me, and I'm not going to use the word he used, but he came to visit me in Germany. And this brother, this boy said to me, if Jesus was all that, why the F he couldn't get himself up off the cross? That's what he said to me. You know? Well, I tell you what, without Jesus, you can lose your mind. And that's all I'm going to say about that right there. I thank you, Lord. God that you were on that cross because everything that you took up on you was because of stuff I did because of things that I did I ain't concerned about what nobody else did it was the stuff that I did and I was a wretch undone I'm telling you now I was that's it that, that's all y'all need to hear because see I'm <laughs> not that anymore I'm not that anymore so we done took care of no vision no confidence no, insec- no insecurities I, I will say this again get your eyes off of you and put them on the Lord have faith in God. That's Mark 11. It's somewhere in there. Have faith in God. Stop, you know, sh- you got to just get your mind off of you, please. And have faith in God. I, I don't know if I finished this story or not, but I'm going to tell you real quick. The prophet called, the, I talked to this prophet on the phone. And after that three day fast, everything he said to me is what God had been saying to me. But it was like, either you're going to do it or you're not. I got up off that floor, and I said, it's already done. It's already done. I'm going to build this radio station until it reaches its capacity. When this radio station reaches its capacity, either I'm going to pass it on to somebody else, God going to shut it down. But look here, I already know that I'm going to own my own. Somebody better say amen. Amen. I, I, I'm already walking in it. Amen. I will have no Spreaker platform. I love Spreaker. Anybody can go start anything you want to on Spreaker. They've been good to me. But I'm telling you now, I'm going to own my own. Right? A man from India... Uh, I'll say at least about a year year and a half maybe two years ago out of nowhere this guy sends me a messenger and prophesies to me talking about have you got your station your radio station and your TV station wow. I'm thinking what in the world who is this right here I went back and looked at some of the things I said to that man it's a, it's a wonder God that slapped me in my mouth knocked all my teeth out because that man was prophesied from another country something that I done heard three or four times But I always thought oh they hear I'm on the radio And they just think automatically Oh you're going to be in TV and so on and so forth But no see I had already received A prophecy about that It just didn't make sense To me but now it makes sense to me So I'm going to fulfill this I'm going to feel for or more until I cannot do anything Else with it till I cannot do anything else with it Why? Because I'm already walking in what's coming I'm already walking in it because I received it. If you have received what I said, if you have allowed God to deal with you, I'm saying deal with it now. If you've allowed him to deal with it, I'm telling you, your life is going to be transformed from this broadcast on. It's going to be transformed. You will not be lazy anymore. You will not be slowful anymore. You will not be afraid of what people are going to say about you. You will not be concerned. Are they going to talk about you because your marriage didn't work? Are they going to talk about about you because you didn't get uh, the position. Are they going to talk? Yes, they're going to talk about you. Deal with it. Okay? That's done. we done with that. But now you moving forward like never before. My, 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 my. So guys, it's coming up on the close. It's 721. My, uh, silent co-host has been in <laughs> here. that's been heard that's been uh, talking to you guys I haven't seen everything that was going on in chat uh, but I see it's blown up and I, blown I'm, I'm up. encouraged and I'm blessed by you guys being here um, m- m- um, Marjorie Docker, she's new to she's um new to four more radio uh, i'm blessed to have her i'm blessed to have everybody on here pastor welch was the very first person he's coming up on a year he trusted me he came on four more i don't mess with folks people i let them do what you do i just i just require two things out of every out of every host that's that you be clean that means operating the spirit and that's you know and y'all know the rest but that's it that's it. The rest of it is on you. It's on you and God. But I'm grateful to everybody that's on here. But Marjorie prophesied to me. And she said, Lori. She said your um, she called me Pastor Lori. She said, your broadcast is not going to be the same. Well, I received that when she said that. She said, this year your broadcast is going to be different. I received it. And when I received it, the change took place. But I'm going to tell you this right here. When that man of God prophesied to me. And he said the things that he said that God had been saying all along, but I was just too fearful and afraid to receive them. I said, you know what, I'm going to go on my broadcast and I'm going to do... The me in Jesus that I know. I'm not going to try to be anybody else. I'm not going to try to act like anybody else. I'm not going to try to bring the word like anybody else. I'm going to do it my way. Because if you know the word, whatever I say, it's going to translate into scriptures to you. But if you don't know the word, I'm saying things uh, uh, in parables in a way where you will be able to understand. It and mm, your life still will change. It still will change. I've had a very, very successful life in Yeshua. Yeshua. In God, in Jesus I have a very successful life So I must be doing something right Must be Because I'm confident that I'm a born again believer Saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost Okay I believe that's it Is there anything you would like to say You've been preaching (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> you preached
1: that word today that's how y'all gonna get out of my host today oh she's been sitting there quiet amen thank you Mar, uh uh prophetess marjorie but I, I gotta respect what she said she said please just call me um marjorie and, and i want to do that but i want to tell you guys if the lord puts a title on somebody and you are confident that it's him. Don't feel bad, you know. But if they say just call me this, just do it until God make that change. So Marjorie, I I love you. I love having you on board. I believe God spoke to me and told me that you are a drum. And 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 I wanted to know God what what is a drum when it you know when it come down to her. But if you go back and you look at drums and how they was used for warfare, oh my God. Oh my God, she is a drum that's coming forth at this time right here. And this thing is preparing us. It's letting us know, guys, get ready for the battle. She is, we are being equipped for the battle. Now, if you don't know that there is a battle coming, that's that's coming specifically for the believers, coming for the body of Christ, then you need to go and look at the news and then ask God to translate to you everything you're seeing in the news so you can understand the battle that's coming forth. But um, amen. And I will talk to you. Oh, uh, 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 Austin. The Lord spoke to me and told me that you are the actual shofar. I had to go and look that up, but it has so many intricate things to it. But I know if I tell you that you are a shofar, you know what that means. You know what you are. How he's using you. He's the one that's got you in him. And his breath. His wind is blowing through you. But I will tell you this. Anytime a believer sees a shofar. Or hears one. It instantly makes them think of the presence of God. And I'm going to tell you that's what you do you represent the presence of God all of us do as a believer but all of us have different things but you are a shofar and and it um he told me that Samantha Brown and I'm not sure if she's on here or not but that she is a trumpet but I don't see her so I'm gonna just hold off on that I had no intentions of telling you you guys this but um This is what the Lord was speaking to me as I was driving uh, back home today and praying. And he was showing me. So, uh, praise God. Drums and shofar. Amen. Amen. So, we're going to get ready to go. We have about four minutes. So, let me see. Uh, To God be the glory. Amen. Have mercy. (laughs) I see you, Austin. I see. Amen. I trust you, Pastor Lori. Yeah, I know people hear me talk about Pastor Welch all the time. But for those of you that have just come on, you gotta understand, Pastor Welch was my very first pastor that I understood. Okay, my very first pastor was actually before Pastor Welch, but he was sweet and loving, and I understood love from him. But nothing, no, no scriptures or nothing like that, you know. But Pastor Welch. He spoke a language where I could understand stuff. And guys, I'm going to tell you, I grew by leaps and bounds. I grew by leaps and bounds uh, sitting under this man. Now, our, our, our relationship has transitioned because I haven't seen Pastor Welch up until the... um. Recently, when we went to Huntsville, but it was over 20 years. But we are good friends now. So when you hear me talk about him, you hear me talking about a uh, good friend. But at the same time, I respect the office that he operates in. I don't disrespect that. I don't make him my homeboy or what up, hype, you know, none of that, you know. But when you guys hear me talking about him, he's, he supports every single broadcaster on four or more radio. Is anybody else doing that? I mean, to the level that he do it sometimes, he's the first one in on everybody's broadcast. That says a lot. He's always setting examples. He's always leading uh, by examples. But uh, um, I just wanted to say that, because y'all hear me talk about Pastor Wells. But that's why, because he's always on. And he's always. So thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. LaShawn, always a blessing. Uh, Marjorie, let me tell y'all real quick, Marjorie will be on Fridays at 7 p.m. And her broadcast. A radio podcast is uh, Battle Codes 101. And you may not know what that is, but the word battle should just do something on the inside of you. Make you want to go and listen. What is she talking about concerning battles? Right now, she's laying a foundation. You do not want to miss this. You want to go in... Listen to the first broadcast. She's coming with the rest of it. She's laying a foundation. Because once she gets past this foundation. And she takes us up into the heavenlies to be able to do battle. You're going to be lost. So go back and listen to it. And we already know we got 100% bullet proof coming. I want to say she's going to start next Saturday. But uh, we'll see what happens. But she's coming Saturday. At eleven o'clock in the morning. So when you're working out and you're looking for a tried and true word, one that's going to be encouraging and 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 helping you to understand who you are, you want to do 100% bulletproof. Hey, she's a millennial. How awesome is that title, bulletproof? You are bulletproof. But she's talking about us in God. If y'all can't see how God has weaved all of these people in here together. I'm a very, very practical teacher. And you uh, preach teacher. But you need that. But you also need to be able. And I'm not telling you that uh, somebody's going to take you into meat. But they're going to take you into deeper revelations of walking with God. Right? I can handle those deeper revelations. But God uses me to help people that are, are just coming in. Or they not even saved. I love being an evangelist. I love that. I love being the one to push them on into the kingdom. But everybody got your place. But for 2020, if you done dealt with it now, you have expectation for God to move. You can say it with confidence and boldness. God, I expect you to move in my life because we just killed that devil of laziness. We just killed it. We just killed the slothfulness. We just killed the fear. And move on. 7.30 on the dot. I'm about to pray. Father, we thank you now for this Lift Him Up broadcast. Lord, you gave me one mandate. One mandate. And I made that mandate the title of my radio podcast. And that is Lift Him Up with Glory. My goal is to lift you up. To take down every single thing that the enemy has tricked us and fooled us into believing about ourselves as a person. He sowed a lot of stuff into us before we were saved. But once we became born again believers, God, you gave us a new nature. We have a new nature. But the enemy still tries to bring up that stuff that he sown in us, that fear, worried about what people say. But today we kill that thing. We understand now. We know people are going to talk, but we're moving anyway. We're going anyway. And all this slowfulness and laziness that he has tricked us. He's tricked us. He made us think, yeah, they are going to do that. So you might as well not do anything. So now you don't do anything. The less you do, the less energy you have. But at not after today. And I want to give you all the glory, all the credit, all of it, Lord. Because it was not me. It was you. But I thank you first for dealing with me dealing with me, and in Yeshua's name, in the name of Jesus, I pray, we are moving forward, God, as a people, your, 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 what used to be your ragtag army is coming up, and we're going to be operating now strategically, because of the people that you have set in the kingdom, and especially set on this broadcast, and I thank you, we give you glory, and in your name, in Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, Lord, I pray. Be glorified. Amen. I'm going to play a song, guys. Again, Martha Menzies. she still hasn't left my spirit yet. I'm going to play a little bit of Martha Menzies. So if you want to talk while this is playing, I will talk to you. But to the rest of you guys that need to go, God bless you. Be at peace. Don't forget, every Sunday at 6 p.m. I'm going to be bringing it and I'm going to operate more in the prophetic. You'll see that more and more. Um, I decided that uh, the fear in my life of being a seer and a prophet, you know what? I don't care. Talk about me. If I miss it, God will help me. I'll get it right, but uh, I'm going forward. Whether you like it or not I'm going forward So you can expect a prophetic vibe on lift him up I'm just going to tell you whatever he says to me All right, so here we go with a little bit of Martha Menenzie Let's see what we got here Woo! Jesus is the best thing
0: Jesus That was so good That ever happened To me Come on Let me hear your heart. You are tuned into For More Radio. The place where Jesus is Lord, God is supreme, and the Holy Spirit leads.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now,
0: you want to get mixed up in the family business.
2: Introducing The Godfather at Chappacasino.com.